Blog Talk Radio.
Praise God. Welcome back to another edition of Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog. I'll be your host tonight. You know, I love that song. You know, I'll say it again because I've said it many times, but it's something to think about. You know, that song is not just uh, a praise, not just a worship, but it's a declaration. It's declaring and proclaiming that the nations of the earth be open be free. They receive the gospel of Jesus Christ. And you know, that's the heart of this ministry. That's the heart of this station for international radio. Is to see the nations of the earth come to the knowledge. Come to the experience. Come to encounter the Holy Spirit and the goodness of God. It's the goodness of God that leads people to repentance, that brings people into an understanding of who God is. It's the seed of that beginning of the relationship. Let's pray and just ask God to go forward. His will be done, His kingdom come. Father, right now, Lord, we just come together in prayer. We come together with one heart and one voice, Father, declaring your kingdom come, your will be done, Lord. Whatever you desire, whatever you plan, whatever you purpose in the earth, Father, we welcome it into our lives. Father, we ask, Lord God, that you would turn the hearts of men, turn the hearts of women, and place your thoughts, place your desires, place your your plans and purposes into their heart. Father, they might fulfill your will, that we all might fulfill what you have prepared for us. Lord, we thank you, Father. We we thank you for your goodness. We thank you, Lord, that you're constantly blessing. You're constantly looking for ways to bless us. Promote us into your kingdom. Promote us into your purposes. Thank you for those opportunities, Lord. We just ask, Lord, that you'd help people recognize their God-given opportunities. Help people recognize the things that you've prepared for them. And, Lord, give them humble hearts. Give us all humble hearts, Lord, that we would give you the glory. We'd give you the honor. We'd give you the praise. I thank you, Jesus. In your precious name we pray, amen. If you're just tuning in, you can check us out on the web, www.prayerinternational.org. Obviously, if you found us on Blog Talk Radio, you know we're on blogtalkradio.com slash prayerinternational. We also have some videos up on YouTube, Ustream. Uh, You can check us out. Uh, We've done some devotionals and... uh, you know, feel free to just be encouraged 
and allow this ministry to encourage you in the things of God, to build you up in your faith, and to get you to a place where you're hearing God more clearly, where you're on track. You know, that's what we're supposed to do, is build each other up in the most holy faith. That we're to provoke each other to godliness and good work. You know, that's what the Word says. You know, my job is to help sharpen you. The Bible says, as iron sharpens iron, so does one man sharpen another. So my job is to sharpen you, to help knock off the rough edges and get you to where there's a, a fine point so that you're prepared to be an instrument in the hand of God. You know, the artist, when he uses the pencil, he makes sure that the pencil is in good shape and that it's sharpened and all the debris and all the everything that would get in the way or disrupt or uh, mess the picture up. He removes all that and he's got a clean piece of paper and he's got a perfectly sharpened pencil and he's ready to draw. And you know, God wants to take us wherever we're at and, and refine us and sharpen us and prepare us. To be that instrument, to be that whatever it is in his hand that he can create with, that he can work with, that he can build with, whatever he desires. And so this is all for your sharpening. This is all for your maturing. The Bible says the fivefold ministry is given the apostle, the prophet, the pastor, the teacher, the evangelist. All five are given to build up, to strengthen the brethren. To get you to a place where you can hear from God, where you go from a place of immaturity to a place of maturity, a place of responsibility, a place of trust, and advancement in the kingdom and the things of the kingdom. Why? Because if you're faithful in the little things, it'll make you ruler over much. But it starts out as a progress, a process. As you progress through the progress, or the process, rather, and as God fine-tunes your ear, and as you begin to notice the things in your life that clutter or hinder you from hearing God, and you can make the proper adjustments and the proper preparation to remove those things that clutter and hinder your hearing, that, that keep you from obeying, that, that hold you back. You know, when we present our bodies as a living sacrifice, the Bible says for us to do this, present our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, for this is our reasonable service. And as we present ourselves to God, the holy part, the sanctified, consecrated part, there's a purpose in that, there's a reasoning for that, because as we fast and as we sacrifice unto the Lord, 
it actually positions us and, and prepares us where we're more in tune with the spirit realm. We're more in tune with the heavenly realm. We're more in tune with the nature and the, and the heartbeat of the Father. That we're more in touch with the Holy Spirit, with His presence and with His leadings and guidings. God's calling us to prepare so that we can be vessels of honor and not dishonor. Does that mean we'll do everything right? No. And that's why God's fully prepared to turn our mistakes into miracles and to use all things to work together for the good. If you love God, if you're called according to His purpose, if you're pursuing Him passionately with all your heart, then you'll see His purposes come to pass in your life. You'll see His promises fulfilled in your life. He's faithful But sometimes there's a degree On our part to press through To break through And to keep on keeping on To be tenacious And to not stop praying And to not stop going forward And to not stop holding on Until we obtain and inherit The promises of God See the the Bible says Imitate those that who through faith And patience Inherited the promises of God. Well, what does that mean? Usually when you have patience, it means you had to wait. Because most of the time when you have to wait, sometimes people become very impatient. But God says through faith and patience, you'll inherit the promises. That means wait. And as we wait on the Lord, He strengthens us. As we wait on the Lord, He lifts us up. We can run and not be weary, walk and not faint. Our youth will be renewed like the eagles. We'll mount up with wings like the eagles. God sometimes tells us, wait for the promise, wait for the comforter, wait for me, wait for the leading and the moving of my spirit. Why? Because it's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by the spirit of God. It's not by your understanding or my understanding or our reasoning or our uh, mental intellect or even our, we've learned this this way because of experience. But you know what? We have to do things the way that the Lord leads. His ways are higher than our ways And his thoughts are higher than our thoughts Sometimes when we lean on our own understanding That's when we fall on our faces That's when we mess stuff up It's not always God approved or God accepted That's why we don't encounter God In the midst of some things in our lives Because we don't check with God first We don't check it with the Father. But 
We need to start praying and committing our situations to the Lord in prayer, asking him for his wisdom concerning specifics, asking him to bring the right people and the right things together for those situations to come to pass or for those situations not to come to pass, depending on what he's showing you. But it's time that we become men and women of the Spirit, men and women that do things the God kind of way, because it gets the God kind of result. It gets the God kind of blessing. It gets the God kind of miracles. It bears the God kind of fruit along with it, which ultimately glorifies the Father. It brings blessing and honor and glory to his name. Because his works are manifest in and with and through our lives. It brings him glory. We need to become people of the Spirit. Kingdom minded people. Where what we do and say, the way we respond to others and and the things that we do and the Motivation of our heart and what we set our affections and things on begin to reflect more Christ like than flesh like or, or worldly. Sometimes that's hard to do because we get so inundated by the things of the world. We get so caught up in the way the system of this world operates and everything's familiar to us because this is how we're raised or this is what we know or this is what we've been modeled or, or imitated through our society or upbringing or education systems or what we see on TV or around us. Just the persona that's given everywhere we go. It's not always a Christ-like persona. And therefore, our natural tendency, our flesh tendency is to not imitate Christ, but it's to imitate what we been inundated with but God says no sometimes you've got to stop and go against the grain you've got to go against the system of the world that's what repentance is it means to be going in the stream and in the flow and in the direction of one thing repentance means to completely turn around and not only turn around physically and with your actions, but actually turn around the way that you think and turn around the way that you feel about something and begin to go the opposite way from the direction you were going. That's repentance. It's not simply just saying, God, sorry I did this. Forgive me, Lord, which is part of it and that's necessary. But it's then turning and deny, and that's why Paul said, deny your flesh, deny yourself. And that's hard to do. But it's when we deny ourselves, and we deny the flesh, and we begin to go after the things of the Spirit. Jesus said to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace.
to be spiritually minded is life and peace. That's why we need to set our affections. What did he say? Think on these things whatsoever things are pure, lovely, good report. Why did he say that? Why did he say to cast down vain imaginations every high and lofty thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God? Why? Because even Jesus, he knew what was inside of men. He knew what was inside of women. He knew what was inside of mankind. And that our natural tendency is not to glorify God. It's not to do the things of God. It's not to pray. It's not to worship. It's not to read the Bible. It's not to... No. It takes a supernatural act of God. A born again, that's why that's why they call it to be reborn. Why? Because your your natural birth and your natural tendencies are so far from God that you have to be born again in your spirit, recreated, made alive in Christ. Consumed with the Holy Spirit on the inside and in some cases on the out. The outside. God is calling us to a higher place. He says, be seated. He's already claiming that we're seated with Christ in heavenly places. We just need to begin to position our minds because what happens in your mind is going to happen in time. So you position your mind. To understand what the Lord is speaking And then you begin to position yourself To receive The benefits and extract The, the benefits of The positioning Your position in Christ If God says you're a son or daughter of the most high God And that Healing is one of your benefits Then position yourself as a child Of the most high God And receive healing in your life God says you're a joint heir with Christ and salvation is one of your benefits, eternal life. And begin to by faith believe and, and accept the forgiveness of God and accept the goodness of God and, and receive eternal life. If God claims to be Jehovah Jireh and that that your God will supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And begin to put that in your mouth and begin to follow God in the, the areas of giving. And what to do with your finances and how to handle your business and, and your business opportunities and whatever you're doing. Ask God to direct you in your business. Right? Amen? Amen.
Praise God. Let's read some words for a minute. See where the Holy Ghost takes us. If you're just tuning in, this is Prayer International Radio. We're at www.prayerinternational.org. You can email us at prayer at prayerinternational.org. So let's get into the New Testament. Let's look at Thessalonians 4. 1 Thessalonians 4. I'm reading the Good News Bible. Today's English version. I'm going to keep it simple tonight. Finally, our brothers, you learned from us how you should live in order to please God. This is, of course, the way that you have been living. And now we beg and urge you in the name of the Lord Jesus to do even more, for you know the instructions that we gave you by the authority of the Lord Jesus. God wants you to be holy and completely free from sexual immorality. Each of you men should know how to live with his wife. In a holy and honorable way, not in a lustful desire like the heathen do. They do not know God. In this matter, then, no man should wrong his fellow Christian and take advantage of him. We have told you this before, and we strongly warn that you, that the Lord will punish those who do that. God did not call us to live in immorality, but in holiness. So that whoever rejects this teaching is not rejecting man, but God who gives you as Holy Spirit. There is no need to write you about love for your fellow believers, for yourselves have been taught by God how you should love one another. But you have, in fact, behaved like this towards the brethren and all of Macedonia, so we beg you and our brothers to do even more. Make it your aim to live a quiet life, mind your own business, to earn your own living, just as we told you before. In this way, you will win respect to those who are not believers. And you will not have to depend on anyone for what you need. This is a life that pleases God. First Thessalonians 4, 1 through 12. I'm going to continue to read 13 through 18. Our brothers, we want you to know the truth about those who have died, so that you will not be sad as those who have no hope. We believe that Jesus died and rose again, so we believe that God will take back with Jesus those that have died believing in him. What we are teaching you now is the Lord's teaching. We who are alive on the day of the Lord. The day that the Lord comes will not go ahead of those who have died. There will be the shout of command, the archangel's voice, and the sound of God's trumpet, and the Lord himself will come down from heaven. Those 
those who have died believing in Christ will rise to life first. Then we who first are living at the time, we gathered up along with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. So we will always be with the Lord. So then, encourage one another with these words. Amen. That was chapter 4. You know, we need to pray for Israel, too, while I'm thinking about it. You know, today is the Feast of Trumpets. We're going to pray for the Feast of Israel. Praise God. Father, right now we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Lord, we pray that those that be within her walls will prosper. We pray that your presence would surround. Like the mountains surround Jerusalem, you will surround your people, Lord, with your presence. And Father, we thank you, Lord God, that you're bringing the knowledge of Christ Jesus, Yeshua, as the Messiah to the people in Jerusalem and Israel and all over the world. Father, we pray, Lord God, for the Jews. We ask your kingdom come and your will be done in their lives. Thank you, Father God, that your hand is upon them. Grant them strength. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Now we're going to get into 1 Thessalonians 5. And I'm going to read chapter 5, and then we're going to pray. It says, There's no need to write to you, brothers, about the times and the occasions when these things will happen. It's about the coming of the Lord. For you yourselves know very well that the day of the Lord will come as a thief comes in the night. When people say everything is quiet and safe, and then suddenly destruction will hit them. It will come upon a woman in labor. It will come upon the people, and they will not escape. But you, brothers, are not in the darkness, and the days should not take you by surprise like a thief. All of you are people who belong to the light, who belong to the day, who do not belong to the night or to the darkness. Then we should not be sleeping like the others. We should be awake and sober. It is at night when people sleep, at night when they get drunk. We belong to the day and we should be sober. We must wear faith and love as a breastplate. And our hope of salvation is a helmet. God did not choose us to suffer his anger, but to possess salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. He died for us in order that we might have life and might live together with him, whether we're alive or dead, when he comes. And so encourage one another 
and help one another just as you are now doing. Praise God. We beg you, our brothers, to pay proper respect to those who work among you, guide and instruct you in the Christian life, treat them with the greatest respect and love because of the work which they do. Be at peace among yourselves. We urge you, brothers, to warn the idle and courage. The timid help the weak. Be patient to everyone. See that no one pays back wrong for wrong, but in all times, make it your aim to do good to one another and to all people. Be joyful always and pray at all times. Be thankful in all circumstances. This is what God wants from you. This is what God wants in your life, in your union with Christ Jesus. Do not restrain the Holy Spirit. Do not despise inspired messages and prophecy. Put all things to the test and keep what is good. Avoid every kind of evil. May the God who gives us peace make you holy in every way and keep your whole being, spirit, soul, and body free from every fault at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who calls you, he who calls you, he will do it, because he is faithful. Pray for us, brothers, greet all believers with a holy kiss. Urge you by the authority of the Lord to read this letter to all believers. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. I praise God. Well, that's First Thessalonians 4 and 5 that we read tonight. Just allow it to sink into your spirit. It's just saying, look, be joyful always, pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks. There's a will of God for you in Christ Jesus, and it's to seek the face of God. It's to pray. It's to enjoy the life of Christ and enjoy the salvation of God. You know, we're going to go through things here on the earth. We're not immune to it, but if we follow the plan and the presence of God, He'll keep us from so much. He'll keep us from so much. So praise God. Well, let's pray, Father. We just give you praise. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for your holy word. Father, we just ask, Lord God, that you would just fill us with the life of Christ. Help us to obey your word. Help us to keep it dear to our heart. Help us to follow you and the plans that you have for us. We just give you praise. Help us to keep our bodies and make us a living sacrifice. 
holy and acceptable to God. Help us to follow the teachings of the Holy Spirit. Father, help us to follow you, Lord God, and let us live a quiet life and mind our own business, earn our own living. Father, help us to not depend on anyone for what we have in need, but depend on you. Father, we thank you, Lord, that you're coming back, that you're going to raise us up with you one day, that even the dead in Christ will rise, that, Lord, we can look forward to spending eternity with you. Father, thank you, Lord God, that you will come like a thief in the night. Lord, thank you, Father, that we might know the not know the day or the hour, but, Father, we know, Lord, the season. We know where to prepare and prepare our hearts. So, Father, help us to prepare. Let us be the people that belong to the light. And let us live sober and choose your salvation and choose your goodness. We just pray, Father, help us to encourage others. Help us to do your will. Help us to help the weak and encourage the timid. Help us to warn the idle. Let us not pay back wrong for wrong, but, Father, let us do good to all people, Lord. Help us to be joyful always. Help us to be thankful in all circumstances. Help us not to restrain the Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you. We thank you. Help us to pray for others. We just give you praise. We pray that your grace will be with us. We just thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, well, we're going to go out. Spend some time, so thank you for tuning in. Have a blessed night. It's the Prayer International Radio. We'll be back in touch, same time, same place, tomorrow. Just keep seeking God. Keep seeking the Father. Keep running after God with all your heart. Have a blessed night in Jesus' name. Amen.